James, good evening. Uh, good evening again. Nice to see you again. What a it's definitely a different night. A different from, night, different, different time. It's not even a week, it's a month, a different month from the other ones. Um, and <laughs> welcome to the Story Song Podcast. Show. Show. Or are you, are you asking me to show you something? No, I, I think that's how we have to call it. Oh, do we? Yes. We have to add the word show. I think so. We used to, anyway. I think well, I noticed, you, yeah, a, I noticed you did it on the last one. You that mentioned. might have been a rival. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, is that theirs? Uh, I've never heard it, though, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, good evening, and welcome to the Story Song Podcast show. Show. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name's Chris. Oh, and my name's James. And tonight, hopefully, uh, like a bird with no beak, oh. I will succeed in bringing a great story to the audience. Did you get that? Did you get that? Very good indeed. Very good. I am loving these introductions. <laughs> so, um, tonight's story, uh, it's... Well, you, well, you'll know it. I think... Oh, I, I think it's a, it's a 1960 song, and it, it's one of those that I think everyone's mum or dad probably had it on tape back in the day, uh, and it's it's interesting some of the history of this, but um, it is. Tell Laura I love her. Uh, it's written by Jeff Barry and uh, Ben Raleigh. Uh, it was a US top ten popular music hit for singer Ray Peterson in 1960 on RCA Victor Records, which is number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It was. Also released the same year by Ricky Valance in the UK, where it became a number one. Now, I think I'm right in saying this happened quite a lot in the 60s. So there were, like, American hits, and then um, English or British singers would, like, Silver Black took, um, like, her songs from America. What's it all about? Not Alfie. But all the others. Blind Date. (laughs) That's the only one that didn't have any words. We... Just people at home saying, blind date, blind date, blind date mm. with Silla Black. Brother. I used to work with someone who went on blind date and he was the picker. Oh, really? Yeah. How did it go for him? Uh, I think it went quite well. I think it went away and stuff like that. Okay. And, uh, but, but anyway, um, interestingly though, Decca Records, you've heard of Decca Records? Oh, yes. Uh, in England, decided not to release Ray Peterson's 1960, uh, 1960 recording on the grounds it was too tasteless and vulgar. And they destroyed around 25,000 copies that had already been pressed. And then a cover version by Ricky Valance, released by EMI on their Columbia label, was number one in the UK singles charts for three weeks. Valance's version was initially banned by the BBC, who considered it in bad taste, expressing concern for the copycat activity. Jesus. Can you imagine? It's funny when you think, like, back then... Trying to get anything out, it's like no controversy. Oh, we can't do that. That's what I mean. I mean, compare it to these days. I mean, sorry, I've stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, gosh, in what way was it bad taste? It was just well, exactly, exactly. But oh, I think um, that, I guess. What was there was a well, I suppose there, it's gambling. It's just remind me of it. There was an American song. I think the FBI tried to stop it, and it was it. Bird is the word. Was that? Uh, that, mama, that, mama. That, that's from everybody's heard about the bird. Yeah. <laughs> but or, or, was that the one? Or um, there, no, there, it wasn't that. But it was that sort of area. There was another song that was just. But the FBI were worried that there was some hidden message in it, and they tried to get get it banned yeah. in America. Isn't it yeah, from fear? Fear and well, obviously, then leads on. To, well, that's why the Vietnam War started. But um, not because of that song. <laughs> but it's that the American fear of <gasps> what they're trying to yeah. message. They're trying to tell everyone, but. Um, Gosh, I'm worried about listening to this song now. 
Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I'm going to try and remember what that song was. But there was, there was a song that was. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll maybe Google it in a bit. However, uh, this evening's song is "Tell Laura I Love Her." Obviously, as discussed. Now, uh, in fact, let's just crack on and listen to it. Oh, great! This is the Ricky Valance version. Good. It's a bit faster. Than yeah, we haven't got time for it all. Laura and Tommy were lovers You wanted to give her everything Flowers, presents And most of all, a wedding ring He saw a sign for a stock car race A thousand dollar prize it read He couldn't get Laura so to her mother, Tommy said... Nice guys. Nice couple. So what have you got from it so far? Well, you know, once again, we've got these two um, two young people madly in love without any money. Mm-hmm. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to give her flowers, presents, and a wedding ring. Um, but he's broke. So um, he sees the easy solution. Now, I'm thinking nicotine. Who? Nicotine. Do you remember nicotine? Is that is this a, an advert when you're at school of say no to cigarettes? Yes. Did he crush them? Yeah, no. Superman what was crushed, that one? Superman crushed them. Was that an advert for anti-smoking or was that Well, nicotine film? and Superman were in the same advert. So nicotine oh, was trying to get, get the kids on cigarettes and Superman would crush them. Yeah, well, thank you. I'd forgotten about that. That wouldn't happen these days. Not with... Well, they'd be vaping now, wouldn't they? But it's like the easy, easy solution. But interestingly, so he saw a sign for a stock car race, a thousand dollar prize at red. Yeah? Thousand dollars to obviously buy the ring, etc. And flowers and presents. Yeah. According to the peoplehistory.com, in 1960, the average new car cost $2,752. How much? $2,752. So perhaps if he just sold his car instead. But so, stock cars aren't worth much, are they? Yeah, but he's driving his car into a stock car race. We don't know the condition of his car. Maybe it just had a paint job, like, but it's like that car from uh, Moonlighting. So his car, so I suppose, new car, what's the average new car cost here? I'm guessing at the moment, I don't well, maybe 18 What I want to know is how much $1,000 was worth in 1960. Or, or what would it get you now? So, you know. Exactly what I just said. Yeah. Well, how much was a thousand dollars? Well, you got... said how much was a thousand dollars worth in nineteen sixty? Well, it was worth a thousand dollars. Well, now you're picking hairs. Well, no, you're not. But splitting hairs. Go, just look at the device. I'm just saying that. Okay. Look Let me do the math. So it's about a third. So, we, so his his prize money is going to be about a third. The average car is about eighteen grand here, so it's six grand. But maybe he's bought a cheap car that's worth right nowadays. So he should have just sold the car. We should have done, but then I suppose you're right. Actually, if his car's fifteen hundred and the average is six grand, if it's a three, if it's a third of, then yeah, okay. So we, so that that's reasonable. But if he'd won this race, he may have gone on to do other races. Oh, and then could have saved for a house. Have you ever been to a stock car race? No. Have you? No, but I've seen one. As in, I've seen the cars drive into the race ground. Oh, yeah, well, I've seen them on the back of a, a trailer on the M6 and whatever. Well, no, I've been at the race ground watching them go inside. Was that so? Like your dad's. James, I'm taking you on a day out. We're going to go and watch the stock cars enter the uh, uh, 
let stadium, but oh, are we going in to watch that? No, 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 no. We're just no, watching. Too much fun. We're just watching them going. Why? Why were you there watching stock cars going to? Sounds like a crap day out. I think there is a problem here already. Gambling. Or was that why you didn't go in? <laughs> Just play the song. Why, why, no, I'm intrigued. Why did you go to a stock car race? But no, no. no I, it, well, my father had nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. worked at a place next to a, um, a dog track, which is now a Wimbledon dog track, which is sadly no longer there. But they sometimes did stock car racing. Ah. And so I used to see the stock cars ah. go in. What, and I used to think... What was your job? Hmm, what? What was your job? Well, it's not your business. No, it wasn't the stock car racing or... Well, I, why do you want to know? I'm just intrigued. You worked next to it. Like, was it like a offering a service of some sort similar? Yeah, I used to, um, like, shine the wheels of the stock what car. It? Well, no, well, no. No, right. I, I've worked um, with people with learning disabilities. Oh. It's got nothing to do with the stock cars. So he's saying this to the mum, right? I'd like to point out, once again, we have a story song with a telephone element. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. Now, I hope she wrote that message down properly. Because mm, you know, it's quite you know what people are like. It's like, what? What was that? Yeah, you love it. Okay. I think that's the best bit. That's the most important. Tell her I love her. I mean, she'd be like, that's the first line. Yeah. And um, she'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I'd have finished it there. I'd tell her I need her, that's a bit needy. But... Well, yeah, but like, I think the mum would have got the, got the message and relayed it on to Laura. Okay. Tell Laura I love her. Tell Laura I need her. Tell Laura I may be late. I have something to do. car to the racing ground he was the youngest driver there the crowd roared as they started the race around the track they drove at a deadly pace no one knows what happened that day how his car overturned in flames but as they pulled him from the twisted wreck with his dying breath they heard him say... I mean, it's sad, but they say no one knows what happened that day. So there was no one watching. Because you'd think if there's a stadium full oh, of people Full watching, of people, that, yeah. No one knows... Mind you, how many people watched JFK get shot? Nobody knows what happened then. Well, they do. Was that Lee Harvey Oswald? Well, apparently, allegedly, but, you know... What? Well, do you not... There's like a million conspiracy theories that it wasn't him. Have you watched Umbrella Academy? Yes. <laughs> um, I love Umbrella Academy. I, I can imagine. It's good. I want to be like number five. I can't remember which one that is. The kid. Oh, yeah, of course you do. Snarky <laughs> yeah. kid. Um, okay, so, yeah, maybe nobody was paying attention. Maybe he wasn't yeah, but if good. it's a stock car race, I mean... Uh, someone it's pretty, not... yeah. It's pretty... Oh, there weren't many people there. 
but you think the other, the other drivers who were behind him would have seen what happened. So, uh, I reckon someone probably knocked into him and knocked him over. I think when it was written, they should have worked a little bit harder on that line. The line I don't like in that bit, actually, is... Um, he, he drove his couple to the racing ground. He was the youngest driver there. It just seems... That's ageist as well, isn't it? It just seems a throwaway line. You know, because obviously in this bit, a lot happens. He, the, the whole race happens. I mean, in Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, this bit took about half an hour. The they never has. discussed the age of Luke Skywalker in any of the... I don't think. Luke well, or Anakin? Well, just any... You know, they weren't like... Ooh, is it, so... Yeah, they've put, maybe they've wasted... I know what you mean, I see what you mean, yes. But I, I do think that it's a bit like, yeah, yeah why are they saying that? They, what, and what they could have said about how um, no one know what happened, they could have said, you know, two, car, two cars collided yeah. um, and a, a life was divided and a love Ooh, was divided, whatever. Good. But they could have done something like that and you think, you know, if you sat down and thought about it, so, do you know what, I thought this was going to be a high scorer. I think it still might be. Well, yeah, let's not, you know, we, we get the point. We, I can imagine this perfectly clearly in my head, by the way. Tell Laura I love her. Tell Laura I need her. Tell Laura not to cry. My love for her will never die. So, that's so if that was me, as they're pulling me out of the wreckage, I'd have been going... <laughs> but he loves this girl. Yeah, more than more than life ending pain. I don't think telling her not to cry is going to stop her crying. It, yeah, but it makes it more because he's just saying to her, oh, you know, don't cry. So it makes it more heart wrenching. So it makes her cry more, probably. Well, yeah. Was that a ploy? <laughs> it's all about him. What's his name? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> In the chapel Laura prays For Tommy who passed away It was just for Laura He lived and died Alone in the chapel She can hear him cry That's put a lot of pressure onto Laura She, she didn't even know about this stock car race Yet it was just for Laura he lived and died. She had no involvement in this at all. Yeah, but she'd have known he was bang. Or did she know he was behind the ring? No, she has not said him. that, has it? No. They've not said. He wanted to give her everything, flowers, presents. Well, she ring. Had, she'd not expressed a, a will of any yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. In fact, but it was just for you that I lived and died. They might so not have even been going out. And he told her in the last verse not to cry. Were they going out in the beginning? Or he might have been a storm. Well, they were lovers. Oh, is that what it's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they were lovers. And lovers, not just going out, they were lovers. So it seemed, and, and in that area, it would have been the right thing to do, is to... Yeah, but I think it's putting a lot of pressure on her. She didn't have any, any mm. control over any of this. Maybe he's trying to get her to struggle to get over him and therefore not meet anyone else. And that sounds... Do you think like, he faked his own death? Sounds suspicious possibly, the way the car possibly, ever turned possibly, in flames. Possibly. Ran off with a thousand dollar prize. Fell off with the dark lady. Met a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Laura I love her. Tell Laura I need her. Tell Laura not to cry. My love for her will never die. Tell Laura I love her. Tell Laura I need her.
so um oh yeah uh, every mum from the uh, 1960s will be loving that song why oh it's so it's a i'm just it's a lovely love song no it's not it's, it's tragic tra- it's tra- yeah but it's oh. it's, it's a brilliant a, it's a very good song a shed a tear i wonder how many if any do you reckon many women have listened to that and cried I don't think I think you've been a bit sexist. I think no, both well, both generation. I've always loved this song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I don't dislike it. I think it's a perfectly crafted story. Yeah, well, song. I chose it. <laughs> what it does is in very few words paints a whole picture. Mm. We're in a stock car, we're and in you a can chapel. imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. The um, crying, the ring, yeah. the love, the yeah. telephone. I think Tommy was a bit reckless, but he was only young, you can't blame yeah. him for that. He was only trying to do the right thing. I would have suggested he got a job instead of trying to risk things like that. Well, he might have had a job anyway, but he might have worked on So, down to the uh, important number crunching. Oh, well, Matt's run out of hands, so I'm going to have to... Bing! Oh, Oh, you've gone nine. What, where did you go? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Nice score of 17. Yeah, it, it deserves a good score, this song. It's, it's, I think it's a perfectly crafted song, except for that line. He was the youngest driver there. Thought I'd throw away line. Yeah. But I'll let yeah. that go. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks, well, James. Well, hopefully next time we'll play something a little more cheery, because we seem to be p- uh, paving a way of death and destruction well, in our the, well, I don't know. The, the prostitute lady who became rich, she did all right. Huh? Well, it, was, it was a very dark story. Fancy. I've got something that'll lie in the mood, I think. Good. But you'll have to wait till next month. Next month. (laughs) See you then. Take care. Bye now. Laura and Tommy were lovers. He wanted to give her everything. Flowers, presents, and most of all, a wedding ring. He saw a sign for a stock car race A thousand dollar prize It read he couldn't get Laura on the phone So to her mother, Tommy said Tell Laura I love her Tell Laura I need her Tell Laura I may be late I've something to do to the racing ground He was the youngest driver there The crowd roared as they started the race Around the track they drove at a deadly pace No one knows what happened that day How his car overturned in flames But as they pulled him from the twisted wreck With his dying breath They heard him say Tell Laura I love her Tell Laura I need her Tell Laura not to cry My love for her will never die Now in the chapel Laura prays For Tommy who passed away 
it was just for Laura He lived and died Alone in the chapel she can hear him cry Tell Laura I love her Tell Laura I need her Tell Laura not to cry My love for her 